Hello, welcome to Recap Island, an unofficial Love Island USA podcast from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me on TV Guy Island are my co-hosts... Atiyanta Nerero and Keisha Hatchett. And this week, we're breaking down episodes 8 through 12 of Love Island USA. There hasn't been a recoupling in a long time, but we'll, there's going to be one tonight. It's been an interesting week, and we're past the halfway point. So let's get into it. Yes, let's do it. Keisha's back from San Diego, and I'm in L.A., which is kind of a funny thing. I'm recording this from the Beverly Hilton. So if you don't like what I say, come fight me. That's where I'm. That's where I'm. Where I'm at. <laughs> He's in a fancy hotel, so everything he says is extra bougie. <laughs> so let's start with the new people who've joined since we last spoke last week: Marley and George, who are already gone. They only lasted a couple of days, two episodes. What did you think of them? So Marley was twenty. And that was pretty weird from the start because, like, we knew there was not going to be a connection with anybody. But she really tried to make it with Winston. But did he seem into her? I don't think so. Well, Winston is, I mean, Winston's trying to stay on the show because Winston has not coupled with anyone the whole time. Um, so he, he's, he's getting probably kind of desperate now. He's feeling, feeling the crunch of, uh, oh, I might be on here. My time might be limited because... You know, nobody's really into me. Um, well, there's he was he when he found out she was twenty. He was kind of like, I don't know about that. <laughs> he definitely seemed like he was playing the game, but I have a personal offense with Winston. Um, when he said that oh, Miami people only listen to Pitbull, I felt that, and I felt <laughs> personally offended and attacked by that. Um, because you need to put some respect on Daddy Yankee's name. Thank you and good night. <laughs> those are the only two. So he was right. Those are the only. He was kind of right, at least half right, because those are the only two artists who exist in uh, in the South Florida area. Once you hit the three hundred five, is Daddy Yankee and Pitbull? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Marley. I I was kind of shocked that there was a 20-year-old on the show cuz you can't drink. Like were they giving her drinks? I I don't know. We didn't Yeah, s- that's weird. It's like they definitely had drinks during the date. So like did they just give her like a, like a virgin pina colada? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they um, gave her sparkling apple cider. <laughs> Martinelli's, yeah. <laughs> uh and then the other one was George, who's 30. He seemed nice, but we didn't get to know him at all. No. Yeah, there's not much to say about George because he, yeah. I mean, there were so many people on the show. Like, what did they say? There were 17 people on the, on the island in the villa at that point. So that's, I mean, that's an overwhelming number of people. There just isn't time. Even if you're doing a show every night, um, but he did win the the kissing competition. He's the he's a great kisser. It's always the shy guys who are really good at it. I guess it's, is that some, that's something you've learned something. from real life? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thirty years old, too old, too old for Love Island. <laughs> get out, get a crutch, <laughs> go to home. <laughs> 
but he was I don't know he was a handsome guy but it just didn't didn't work out too reserved it's coming, too you're old. coming he's coming in late yeah um I think it's I think it's got to be very very hard to make a connection with somebody uh when you're when you're coming in I mean they've been there for for a couple of weeks already yeah, I feel like you can only do it when you're really aggressive. Like, Kelsey was pretty aggressive with Weston. Yeah, right. And Eric was also pretty aggro, too. Extremely yeah. aggro. <laughs> yeah, well, ho- hold off on talking about Eric because we're going to... The whole second segment of this show is going to be all about Eric. But George and Marley, they took a 20-hour flight just to be there for a couple of days. That sucks. Honestly, no. It's Fiji. You get a free trip to Fiji. You don't really get a free trip to Fiji. You're just in this villa the whole time. They only the they went they went to that waterfall in the last episode. That was the first time they'd ever like that's the furthest they've gone outside of the villa. Yeah, what's funny is they fly people out early and so they just hold them on retainer at away at some hotel. And then they bring them onto the villa when it's necessary. So, like, 90% of that trip was probably just sitting in a hotel alone with no cell phone, no contact to the outside world, just figuring out what to do. Yeah, just completely sequestered, just watching TV, asking your producer, hey, when am I going on the show? And they'll be like, soon, soon. <laughs> yeah, so it's not, it's not fun necessarily. Like, if I were Marley and George, I would be bummed out. Oh, well. But if I were Kelsey, I'd be thrilled right now. So Kelsey, uh, she connected with Winston or with Weston. See, I did the thing that everybody does. Winston we and Weston. Thing. <laughs> They're interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. So Kelsey connected with Weston right off the bat. They talked for an hour and a half on the first night. Um, so what do you think of Weston and Kelsey? I think it's a good match, but at the same time, I loved Katrina so much that I feel for her. And I'm like, part of me doesn't want Kelsey to get Weston. Just because, well, I mean, if 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 Weston is going to leave Katrina, Kelsey can have him. That's what I think. I think they should just dump Weston and date each other. <laughs> <laughs> so you like Kelsey? I like both Kelsey and Katrina, and I have no feelings about Weston. Hmm. If anybody sees fanfic written about them online, <laughs> that's Keisha. Yeah. I kind of, I hope, I mean, Weston, Weston is kind of not coming off great here. Because, you know, it's fine if he has a deeper connection with Kelsey uh, than he has with Katrina. That's, that's fine. But he's trying to keep it on the low that he's, you know, going to leave Katrina for Kelsey. And I hope that backfires on him because we need some explosive drama. Everybody is too nice and gets along so well. They have very reasonable conversations about everything. So next up, we have Ray, who's an aspiring orthodontist. I think that's a cool thing to want to be uh, he is cute he has he has the he has a nose uh he has a stud in his nose like tupac oh yeah i didn't even put that together but yeah he real cute he seems sweet too so that's a good combination yeah he does and he connected with caro so it's nice and it seems like 
for the first time, it doesn't seem like it's difficult uh, for him to connect with Kara. Everybody else is sort of like, I don't know if I can deal with this girl. And he's sort of like, no, I like this girl. They seem to be getting Maybe along well. Maybe it's because he came after the stripping thing. Oh, let's talk about the stripping thing. That was that was one of my favorite moments on the whole show. Where Caro is just screaming at everybody. Ugh. Ugh. So funny. I was watching her from a screen and I was still scared of her. Like that girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody like some people tried to be sexy. Um Elizabeth was the only one who was successful at it. Yeah. Uh, Alexandra had a hot dog costume. And I love the hot dog costume. It was so <laughs> It was cute. brilliant. And that's a, that's a, like a natural kind of sexy to me. To wear a hot dog costume? Yes, that's hot, as Paris would say in 2004. <laughs> a sexy hot dog. Eat it up. <laughs> uh so so Ray and Caro, they seem to get along easily. And I liked when Caro wanted to come up with code words. And just this whole conversation where she was like, horny means apple. He said, I want apples. She's like, no, I am apple. Like, oh, yeah, make this, <laughs> make, this make less sense. That's the way to do no, it. It yeah. makes perfect sense. And I feel like this is a moment that we got to see a very deep Caro. Because if you remember, in the Bible, apple is tied to sin. Eve ate the forbidden apple and was cast out. So it's like tied to seduction and, and, you know, that's why it's horny. Yeah. Right? That's very deep. I think you're right. I think, I think Caro, right, she's, she's a, a uh, biblical symbologist. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm rooting for them. I think uh, I, Caro's had an interesting journey on this show where it seemed like like she's, she just hasn't really connected with anyone until late, but she's made it all the way through. She's just kind of skated, um, just kind of based on people liking her, I guess. Not you know? personality. They like her body. <laughs> no, but they keep her like there was the she almost she was like almost got voted off. But then they they chose to keep her over Kristen, I think. Right. I mean, Last she week. does. I will say this for Carol. She has a bubbly personality, as we've established, and she probably brings a lot of fun to the villa. Um, But it just can get real intense real quick. I just feel for her because, like, she got rejected from Cormac after she was easing up to him. And she felt really bad after that. She was like, okay, I actually like you now. Let's see where this is going. And we saw, like, her actually taking it seriously. And he just broke her heart. And that's when she was, she just went into fight mode. And she's like, okay, I am going to get another guy and just talk to whoever I can find and just stay in here. She knows how to play the game. Cormac. I miss Cormac. Cognac. Let's pour one out. Pour one out. Pour out some cognac for Cormac. <laughs> I just like, I can't get over Cormac's comment about Caro's hair. Like, I, I'm, I hate him for that. Like, I'm still like, <laughs> oh my God. Fair. Fair enough. So then next we have 
Asada. She's from the Bronx. Uh, she seems very sweet. We haven't got we haven't gotten to know her too well. I feel like, um, other than we know that she's celibate because she wants sex to be spiritual. Which I don't know if you're on the right show. <laughs> uh, yeah, she seems very deep and kind of out of place. Like she's sweet, but is this really where she's gonna find love? She and Yemen are real cute, but I don't know because Yemen I don't seem seem as being that type of guy to yeah. commit and be long term. Listen, Keisha. If it worked for Ashley I, it can work for for her. <laughs> I'm just like I'm thinking like, okay, like there's always like one person in Bachelor in Paradise who is the virgin and it's like trying to save for marriage. So it could work for her. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think uh I think she's probably too deep for Yemen. I think he's not on her level. You know, well, she said she wants to, you know, open a health clinic to give back. And that's like that's like a very tangible thing in a way that I you just don't really see um, the other people talking like that, you know? Let her find out that Yemen is beneath her. <laughs> it's like Yemen was picking Christ- Kristen. Kristen was, as we know, a hot mess. Secretly. So she hit it pretty well. But it's like he finally finds his girl who's beautiful, stable, super smart. She's the opposite of Kristen. But then it's like, okay, can Yemen step it up? We'll have to see. I don't know. Yemen stepped it up in other ways this week. He was very funny. Um, his thing with the 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 uh, the suit with the roosters on it, and he was going like, "Call, call!" I thought that was great. And Keisha, what was Yemen's bit about the bird? Listen, I don't even know what it was. It was just birds. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to He's like, I'm a bird. I'm going to go find another bird. I'm going to fly. I don't know. It was. It was. It, it, it felt like he was using a notebook quote. <laughs> Remember, you're a bird. I'm a bird. <laughs> but I couldn't tell. Yeah. All right. But I did so, appreciate his rooster rant. Yeah. Caw, caw. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Eric. All right, let's talk about Eric. Eric is changing the game. This show needed Eric right now. He came to shake things up, and he is. He is not here to make friends. So what, what's, your, what's your guys' take on Eric? I really like that Eric came right when Kira and Cashel were having a lot of issues. It was the perfect timing. And then he's like, I am going to show her what she needs. I'm going to be really assertive and get what I want right now. And like, honestly, it would usually come, up, come out as creepy, but like, I actually support his decision. Like, it's fine. Yeah. They get along he, really right. well. They have a lot in common, too. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't. It's interesting. He doesn't really come off as creepy. He, he's very direct, and he is 
douchey, but he's not like it's it's he pulls it off better than most people would with this, you know, because um, it feels it, it doesn't really feel like he's playing a character. It kind of does feel like this is who he is, you know. Yeah, I think that's why um, Kira responds to him so well is because everything he says seems genuine and, you know, I appreciate a guy who can just go after what he wants and and he's not he's no he's not BSing around. He's direct and we need this drama. Frankly, there's yeah. it's too much of a bro club. We need someone to break it up and make things interesting. Yeah, I really liked his conversation with Cashel. It was like super mature and Cashel really responded well to it. He was like, I can see that this guy is like genuinely interested in her. So we're just going to leave it up to her instead of like trying to fight for her. So that's such a good improvement from like Bachelor in Paradise and all those other shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's Love Island. It's 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 been interesting because it's not a conflict driven show. It's very much a relationship driven show where you're just watching relationships unfold as opposed to Bachelor in Paradise, which you watch relationships unfold, but they're very um you know very unstable and very uh dramatic and there's always you know a lot more conflict and tears and stuff um and it, it can become very tiring like become very overwhelming to watch where love island is not overwhelming it's pretty pretty gentle and uh pleasant it's the Great British Bake Off of dating reality TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Eric Eric earned my respect when one of the first things he did when he arrived was ask Caro what her baby voice is about. Well, yes, I am so glad he did that. I was so excited when he did that. It's like, okay, nobody has called her out on it. Nobody has asked her why she does this. And he just had to straight up ask her, and I was like, thank you so much, because I've been wondering this from day one. It makes zero sense for her to use a baby voice. She's not talking to a dog. And she so, said, her answer was, I do that a lot because I think it's just like part of my charm. And it's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, he says a lot of, uh, he has a lot of lines. He has like, he says some like, pretty douchey stuff like he's 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 pretty uh pretty barbed like pretty sharp with the things that he says like he he went over to kira and he was like uh are you just gonna eat that grilled cheese sandwich or you want to talk (laughs) (laughs) kind of rude kind of rude um but there's a natural charm to him that he can get away with that right an asshole charm um he has a he has a tattoo of a chimp in a space in a spacesuit on one pack and an alien on the other. What do you think of that? So I was thinking about his tattoos and I don't like them. And he's a tattoo artist. So I have no oh, idea. Oh, is that his why. job? Yeah, that's his job. Oh. I just kept thinking, like, okay, but your tattoos are so bad. Like the shading's just too much. I don't know. We need tattoo expert to weigh in on this. <laughs> well, wait, like, is yeah, he a professional really tattoo artist or just, like, a dude that has a needle? No, like, he runs his own shop from what I 
saw. Is I'm it gonna successful? Look this up. I don't know. Please look it up before we say this without confirming. <laughs> we got to be journalistic about our Love Island commentary. Yeah, I don't want to call him a tattoo artist if it's not legit. While we're searching that, my personal opinion on those tattoos, it's that they're terrible. Yes, he does have a tattoo yeah. company. Yeah, he's a tattoo shop manager. It's called Scoot Inc. Scoot Inc. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, it seems. I mean, he was he was saying on the last episode that he was successful. You know, he's very driven. Um, you know, he's been supporting himself what since he was like seventeen, and he's twenty eight, and he owns four properties, and he you know he never went to college, but he's still. Uh, He's Canadian, but he pulled himself up by his bootstraps in the American way. <laughs> yeah, honestly, good for him. I'm looking at tattoos right now from his shop, and they're a lot better than the tattoos he has on his body. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if they're bad. We just, it's just they're hard to make out. It kind of yeah, just looks the like... the shading's uh, just weird. I think the judgment is off. What do you mean? Like to choose to get that on your chin? <laughs> I don't know. People, listen, all tattoos are bad. And really? You're anti-tattoos? No, not at all. I have two, and they're extremely stupid. Okay, um, Liam, what are your tattoos? I have the word nice on my knee, and I have SOS on my arm. And they're stupid. They're just... The <laughs> <laughs> These sound like DIY boys tattoos. Are you like all, a cr former crust punk? No. But all tattoos, all tattoos are are dumb. Not unless they're related to Lord of the Rings, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> all tattoos are dumb and uh Eric knows this and has embraced it. <laughs> uh He said something that I thought was very interesting. He said, "There's a reason why we're all here. We haven't done things properly." Time's ticking. I'm not getting any younger. The chase has been beautiful. The chase will continue to be beautiful. But now it's more about the finish line. The chase has been beautiful. Poetic. The chase will continue to be beautiful. <laughs> Poetic. He's chasing these women. <laughs> and he's locked in on Kira. Honestly, and Kira's interested. Eric is the hottest guy who came into the island. So, like, I'm okay with this. Um, let's not throw Yemen under the bus like that, but yeah, Eric, he's very attractive, and I think this quote just, it's just gets to who, who he is as a person. He's one, someone who's very, um, singular in his thoughts, and when he's honed in on something, he really goes for it, so he almost sounds like the Terminator of dating on this show. Yeah, I really like that Kira actually told him that he should show his funny side because he was too serious. Like, he does get a little bit scary because he's, like, too intense. Yeah. He's very T-1000. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, he's, uh, and that's in direct contrast to all the other guys who are just chilling. This guy is not chilling. Uh, I mean, it's to say we haven't, like, the reason we're on the show is because we haven't done things properly. You know, we, uh, we haven't we haven't been able to connect with people uh in the normal way in the way that most people do um 
like that's 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 negativity. That's kind of like a negative thing in a way that these people do not do negativity. They're just here for the good vibes, like Cashel. They're just feeling vibes, yeah. <laughs> and I I think it's interesting that both Cashel and Eric are just a po- polar opposite in going after Kira because like. I, what I, what frustrates me with Cashel is the same thing that frustrates Kira in that he's just way too laid back and too sort of lazy almost where you have Eric who's just putting in the work. Yeah, Cashel's yeah, going to come into some trouble in the next couple episodes if he doesn't get kicked out. I think, I mean, I think there's a very, very good chance that Cashel uh, gets sent home in, in uh, the next tonight's episode um because they're like he and kira are not together at this point yeah you know they're they're and it seemed like for a little bit like they they broke up in in uh episode 10 and it seemed like there was a moment in 11 where like they were gonna work it out but that moment seems to have passed and uh and eric has moved in because she's there's there's just something about Eric, even though the other girls are like, this guy's like douchey. And like, what did Elizabeth say? She's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend any of my friends date him or I wouldn't be happy if my friends dated him. Um, there's something, yeah, the, the, there's something that rubs people the wrong way, but I think it's just the directness. And if, if you know, if Kira responds to that, and if he is as uh, honest in his intentions as he presents himself to be, I think it's. I think it could. I think it could be good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to see who Eric is when he's not chasing all these women. Oh, this one woman. Well, chasing one woman, but it's like, well, when the chase isn't beautiful. <laughs> well, he's he's trying to move. He's trying to. Uh, He's trying to get away from the chase. He's trying to get to the finish line. Exactly. So, like, who is Eric at the finish line? Like, what are his hobbies? Yeah, I don't know. What are like, what's his sense Stacking of humor like? Money. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. And what is so? Would Kira move to Toronto to be with Eric? I don't see that happening. I think he would have to move to LA if they decide to keep it going. I don't know if things turn out the way I think they will in 2020. Canada, Toronto's looking real good. <laughs> Dark. All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff. All right, we're back, and we're just gonna talk about other stuff, not necessarily relationship stuff. Just stuff we've noticed and are enjoying about Love Island. Such as the announcer has gotten so funny. He had he started off a little shaky, but even like by week two, like by like the third episode, he was hysterical. Keisha, do you remember his name? Um it's Jonathan some something. Look it up. Google. <laughs> but I he made me laugh in like this week, one of the episodes where he joked 
that Eric and George were like the chain smokers. Hilarious. <laughs> so funny. So funny. He's got a lot better. His name is Matthew Hoffman. Matthew Hoffman. A boy the Matt. joke. Yeah. I mean, he makes me he makes me like laugh out loud at least once an episode. I think he just got into a groove of it. It's like at first it was like trying to imitate the UK guy and now he is finally getting really into it and it's great. And the the one that I loved, the one that really was the one that made me realize like, oh, this guy, he's on fire now. He's he's feeling it was um, it was pretty early. And Cor- he said, Cormac still hasn't found what he's looking for because he's Irish. so you two is a very subtle you two joke and i was like perfect perfect so shout out to jonathan hoff matthew hoffman john matthew hoffman um maybe we'll get maybe we'll talk to him at some point that'd be fun um the next thing i've noticed is that every episode there's a scene where they're brushing their teeth. <laughs> I think the director might have a, a a toothbrushing thing. But it's like not just teeth brushing. So it's like it's also like any chance they get to show that the guys shower together, they have to show it. <laughs> it's like so homoerotic. I love it. Do you think people are having sex on this show? I don't. It doesn't seem to me like they are. No. There would be an indication of that. Yeah. Even on Bachelor in Paradise, like they they will kind of show you when they not show you, but they'll they'll tell you when they do. Because they'll say, like, oh, we're going to the we're spending the night in the fantasy suite. But then again, I feel like this show, like it's CBS. They don't really show anything. This is all like very tame. Yeah. It's whole. It's pretty. You know. It's pretty wholesome. That's really the. That's really the, the vibe. It's almost. It's almost a kid-friendly reality show. TV PG. I think it's TV fourteen, but it feels PG. Do you think there is enough drama? And I don't mean that. In that, like, what we're getting is bad. But is this enough to just be a sustainable show where people are just kind of getting along? It's tricky, right? Because like the UK version is so great because it's so off the rails. And this one is trying to do the same thing with the games and stuff, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah, I think the thing about this is that the people in the US version aren't trashy enough. And I think that was one of the draws to the UK version is that these people are trashy and it's fun to watch. Whereas the US version is very chill and it's nice, but it's, I need more drama. You need more drama. Yeah, I need more drama too. It's getting boring. Like the only drama we've had so far besides the casual thing is that like Yemen, each time he picks, he picks somebody like he just gets them like taken away or whatever something happens and that's it yeah yeah we need some we need some tears we need some 
some raised voices. We need a a love triangle where people are not okay with it. We need Tiffany Pollard. Oh, yeah. Who created drama without even trying to. Um, Yeah. I don't mean I... I don't know if we need to go that far to flavor of love level trashy, but uh, I think it is a it is a casting thing, right? It seemed like they cast people who um, who are not, you know, not going to make a scene. Although Kristen Kristen was kind of a wild card, and maybe there are other maybe the other people on the show um, <laughs> some have some volatility. But it's just not the it's just not how it is in the house, you know. Maybe if there was a little, if if it just was, it felt if the tone that was established, you know, on in the first couple of days had been more chaotic, um, there would be more drama. But but everybody uh, started getting along and uh, not wanting to step on each other's toes. And it's been nice. I've enjoyed the show. But, you know, we're a little more than halfway through. And uh, I think there needs to be some more... I do think there needs to be some more uh, conflict. Yeah, we just need higher stakes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So who will, who will you be saddest to see go at the recoupling? Katrina. I agree. She's definitely going to go. Unless somebody picks her. She is, like... She she has everything all the guys want. I don't know like how she could actually like get booted off, but it could happen. I'd be really upset if my boy Dylan got kicked off. I'm kidding. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really love Kira, but I think she's safe. Um, and Yemen, my boy, Yemen, purple legs. Well, Yemen is Yemen is safe. Yemen is gonna pick Asada, yeah. or Asada is gonna pick him. So it's really just Winston who's in danger. Winston and Katrina, I think. But I forget what happened with Winston, Kira. Oh, it just didn't it didn't go. It just didn't happen. So like he <laughs> he decided he was gonna go all the way to Fiji for this to get Kira, and then it's like. Nope. Uh, yeah, I'll be sad as to see Katrina go. I really like Katrina. I think Katrina just seems like a she, yeah. I just like her. I like her vibe. Was, oh man, they got me talking like them on the show. <laughs> I'm just feeling her vibe. Between the shitty tattoos and <laughs> and the vibes. Yeah, you're one of them, Liam. You're gonna be in Love Island season two. <laughs> No, I'll be too. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be the. I'll be the the. The token thirty-year-old next summer. <laughs> You'll be kicked off, like George, like within like the first episode. Like, nope, sorry. Yeah, I'll get in really good shape. Grow six inches. Leave the CBS Corporation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure: TV got is owned by CBS Interactive. Uh, and be the and be the resident thirty year old hanging out with all these twenty one year old influencers. What would you do if you were stuck on an island with Kara? I don't know. I would. I would just. I would probably. She would talk to me, and I just wouldn't respond. 
I just kind of look at her and go, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, why? Yeah. Can you not? Can you not talk to me like that? I don't know why. Why you're doing that voice? Please don't scream at me. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, Liam. If you had to go on a date with anybody from Love Island, who would it be? Kira. Easy. Kira. Kira's. She's so. She's just very cool. I don't know. She's. She's. Uh, well, she's very beautiful. She is incredibly articulate in a way that not everybody on this show is. Like she, uh, she just seems. She. She seems smart. She's. She's. She's smart. Um. She seems wise beyond her 22 years, right? It's easy to forget that she is yeah. 22. I keep thinking she's older. She Who looks you- older than me, and I'm 25. Who would but you yeah. date, Tatiana? Um, I don't know. Like, Eric has a nice face, but I, c- I can't deal with the aggressiveness. I can't deal with aggro dudes. And then there's still Anna who is pretty, but it's like, He's also kind of boring. And I guess that leaves Weston, who is cute. As long as he didn't vote for Trump, then that's fine. What about you, Keisha? I'd go on a date with Cashel. We'd have fun. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think you would have fun with Cashel. I think, I think, uh, I think you, yeah, I think you would have a a fun dynamic. I could see that. It would not be serious at all. But... I would vibe with him on a very <laughs> superficial level. <laughs> Kira, if you're listening, please make sure to slide into Liam's. <laughs> All right. This podcast has gotten very, very unprofessional. <laughs> so we're going to end it here. This has been Recap Island. Please rate, review, and subscribe. I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Tatiatin Rayro. And I'm Keisha Hatchet. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com slash tv guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge